Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with obviously your host here, Eric Fiorello. And today, this is another bumper to go along with it, where today and every day from this point on, we are going to pull the weeds from your subconscious mind and replace them with the seeds of success, power, hope, and obviously, you want to have the best of everything going into the future. Prosperity. So, thanks for listening to us. Tell a friend. Tell multiple friends. Push these shows out everywhere. Because come in 2020, you're going to see a lot of new stuff. And I want to thank you and continue and continue becoming great. Thanks, everyone. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is the substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today is the 4th of November, if you can believe it, 2019. The bell is almost rung for this year, ladies and gents, and I can't wait till 2020. And with all the family in here, we're going to be doing some magnificent stuff in 2020. And I always say a lot of things, but, you know, today, man, I'm just feeling like power in nature. That's what I'm feeling. I'm walking around, looking around. It's nice and sunny here in upstate New York, Albany. And we got a big show coming in. Um, I'm going to bring this gentleman in momentarily. We got the great Paul Firepower Gray coming in here, who's been with me for a long, long time. I would tell you to go out and listen to the shows that Paul and I have done. As I told Paul a little while ago, our shows are, like everyone here, they're just exploding bigger, bigger, and bigger. That's been the idea from day one here, and then eventually we're going to be a national radio show. No joke at all. Also, too, something I want to bring up early in the show, Earth Pulse. I'm working with Paul Becker. I've been on and off for quite a while, and I'm very good friends with Paul. He's been very kind to people on the show with the product, and especially me, and right now I'm going to read a paragraph because a lot of the people – that are affiliated with us, you know, we know they're entrepreneurs, but there's quite a few big athletes here, and everybody's an athlete here, and I'm just going to give you a little bit of what Earth Pulse is, because if you're an athlete or whatever you're doing, this is one of the big things. It's a big performing enhancement tool. So, Earth Pulse Pulse Electromagnetic Field Devices Enhance Deep Sleep, and radically accelerate short and long-term recovery on both physical and psychological levels, while synergistically providing the most potent aerogenic, adaptogenic, and catabolic sports performing performance-enhancing effects ever reported. Now, I'll tell you what I'm doing quick. I have the latest version of the Earth Pulse because I, I test stuff for Paul, too. And I, the magnets normally would go between your mattresses. 
What I've been doing is running one under my pillow. I have a Tempur-Pedic bed, and I run one. If I can stay on my back, I'm always back on it if I'm not and I wake up. I run it under the small of my back. Now, I'm running this in manual mode at 9.6 hertz. This is absolutely incredible. I can tell you this. It's definitely doing some mental stuff. You know my whole thing right now, the way I'm doing the rewiring, what I'm listening to, the cold water, everything? This thing is far and beyond anything that you'll ever use when it comes to any type of this. There's other models out here, but there's nothing like Earth Pulse. Ask Dr. Wong, Eric Gutman, um, I'm trying to think, John Bruni, Douglas Graham, I'm telling you right now. So right now... If you go out to earthpulse.net and type in motivation and muscle, you'll get $50 off on any unit, and that's a hell of a deal. They are expensive, but I'm telling you right now, this thing will change your life forever. And they've got, Paul's got studies everywhere of not only athletic, anything to do with the brain. You could go out here and read this whole website, probably it would take you a week at least. It is huge and just dense with material. So go out there, get yourself into the Earth Pulse family, and don't forget, $50 off when you put motivation and muscle in there. Next thing, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, winners and champions. That is our premier product. You can digitally download it, and I'm telling you, you got enough material there to last you a lifetime. Also, too, another way, our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. There's a $25, dollars $100. It goes right out to my PayPal account. You're putting dollars into a company that delivers. Go out and look at over 1,200 podcasts out there. I'm telling you right now, most people we know are subscribing to these things. You're getting information. I don't care who they are. They don't put it out the way we do. And everyone that's on here and everything we talk about, these people, my family and myself, are either doing it, have done it, or will do it. How many people can say that? So go out and just contribute to the cause. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Paul and I have done. Paul is a, not only a very easy guy to deal with, the guy is very, very knowledgeable. You hear him when he talks, he's telling you what it is, which... That's the only way you're staying on here with me, believe me. And thirdly, fourthly, you know, he is an entrepreneur. He's a gym owner. He's a teacher. He's all the things that I love, that I like to do, that I can attest to. And he does some more, too. And I love talking shop with him. We've been on the phone for a half an hour before I just came on. And this is the way it works. So go out and check out all those shows with Paul and I. Um, next. Sign up for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. It goes right out to my MailChimp account. You know you get tons of content here. Another way to bring in some dollars to this big companies is this. Go out and buy some advertising from us, especially with Christmas coming and the new year. Call me. We got deals on the two months. You can come in here. We'll do Anything you want written up, however you want to take care of it, I'll bring you in for two podcast shows. And you'd be amazed. I guarantee you, you will be able to recoup the money that you invest in here. And isn't that the way to do things? And then you stick with us for the next 25, 30 years, 
and we'll do the best for each other we can. So that's the way it is. Our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And I want to make sure, I don't think I forgot anything, so we're going to give you some information on Paul. Let me get in here. Number one, Paul is the owner and head trainer at Firepower Gym. Mobility trainer and accomplished martial artist with over 30 years training in various styles. And also, too, as I said, um, Paul, he's a joy to work with. That's real important to me right now because um, we got like kind of a gun to the head all the time right now with where we're going and what we're doing. So the it's nice to work with people that get it. And I hope next year Paul and I will even be putting out a product together. Um, He's that damn good, and I want him in the family forever. So on that note, Paul, it's an honor. Welcome back, brother. You know, it's always great to have you here with us. Hi, Eric. Good afternoon from me, and uh, good morning to you, I think it is. Mm -hmm. It's uh, 939 here in the United States. Yeah. How's, How's things? Everything's good, you know. I mean, um, like yourself, busy, um, getting ready for 2020 and uh, becoming a marketing fool, as they say. Um, creating, got lots of uh, hardware in the uh, down the throat right now. We're hoping to bring out 2020 and um, loving life. You know, as I said to, as I said during the show, you know, a little while ago. Um, keep getting hit, keep getting hit, you know, you, you keep coming back, you keep coming back, and eventually it becomes a skill. And most people would say, a skill? Yeah, a skill. Because, as I said, opportunity's probably been staring you in the face forever, and you just got whacked. What are you going to do, man? That opportunity now to change it is all there for you. Instead of running and, you know, put your tail between your legs, stand up and fucking deliver. Okay, brother, it's all yours. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we, we've been chatting, like you said, for kind of 40 minutes or something like that. And yep. um, you, you said earlier on as well, failure is a is a skill. And you've just said that there. Yep. Kind of, I, you know me, I always take notes. So when you said that, I kind of, in my head, I thought, well, failure is an art form. Yeah. Um, you know, you can express it, express it beautifully or you can express it ugly. Yeah, because uh, uh, you know, art is art, and some of it's just damn ugly to me, and some of it kind of sets my uh, my world alight. But um, failure, some people, every everybody tends to see it negatively, don't they? They see it as being a bad thing when you fail, and you know, you can wear that real heavy on your, or you can wear it very lightly and laugh about it and shrug it off and it's only a failure if you don't figure out a way to make it to to learn from it and make it a positive so i definitely think um failure is a good thing yeah it's a great thing take the hits learn from it move on um Um, you know what i want you to do i don't want to forget this i don't mean to interrupt you but put out you know i want people to be able to get a hold of the website the uh social media so um, if you could slap that all out and, and keep that thought, and we'll come right back in because it's kind of like everything we're talking about here. We're gonna we're talking about taking inventory, so take it away, brother. Yeah, I'll um, I'll pop out the educational website, which is www.coachpfg.com, and that's where you can find the vast majority of kind of my products or what I do, how I do it, and um, it's kind of the home of EFM and Art of Functional Movement, which is 
my teaching system. So if anybody needs to find anything, it's it's on there. Um, Facebook, it's Paul Gray, and the only other social media I tend to do is Instagram, and that's as Coach PFG as well. So I put out a lot of free content on there as well, little videos, little tips. So if anybody needs to find anything or contact me, just kind of do it via that. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 jump back. Um, yeah. Take an inventory. Yeah. You wanna you wanna start with that one? You can start if you want. If you want me to, I'll do it. Doesn't matter. Ah, you go. I like bouncing off you. Okay. Well, I, I you know I'm always thinking of stuff. I've got titles of shows written. You, you look, they're all over the place, man. There's no rhyme or reason. I could be sitting down reading a book, and suddenly there will be five of them coming at me, and I'm like, I always think of different ones with Paul for some reason. Uh, not, it's not that it's different from anybody else, but there's certain things that come up with me that I'm like, I want to talk to him about that. Cause it just kind of makes me think that this might be something this guy's going to want to chew on right to the bone. So when I thought about taking inventory, I was telling Paul a little bit when we were offline and you know, Paul, I got to, you know, Charlie Oliphant said this to me too. I think one of these days, and I would definitely get your permission, but I wouldn't tell you because if I tell you, then it won't be spontaneous. (laughs) One one of these days, I think I'm just going to turn the recorder on when we're talking and tell you it and play it. And then if if you're all right with it, we'll put that out. It'll be like like takes, you know, know, offline. But – because I'll tell you what, I, I've had these conversations with people like Paul, and I mean, the stuff we're talking about offline could easily be a show. Easily. Yeah. And, and and the direction is all over the place. And as you know, I love, you know, I, yeah, organization is great, but sometimes, man, it's great to have a scattered show all over the place because people are like, what the hell now are they talking about? I, well, I felt that before. I'm glad that. So, okay, that's for a whole nother time. Um, you know, I'm out in public a lot. You know, I like to talk to people, obviously. You know, sometimes I'll tell them what I do if they ask, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, you're typically hearing this reckless behavior. Um, you know, it's always like, uh, it's not fair. Or, you know, I didn't I didn't get a leg up. And, you know, this one's better than me. And da, 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 da. And after a while, that chatter, I mean, I just tune it out. I mean, but it's so prevalent in today's world. So I was thinking, I said, you know something? We all should be taking inventory of our minds, especially our subconscious mind. You know my take on it. You know my take on the conscious mind, which is basically the guard at the gate. That is the guard that's going to hopefully filter out that type of talk. But a lot of it gets into our brains no matter what because we're just social beings. We hear things, we listen to things, we type things, et cetera, et cetera. You can't get everything. But in my case, and I'm just going to say me before I give it to Paul, is this. There's been some things, you know, you're addressing, uh, whether it's uh, business, whether it's physical culture, and to me it's all physical culture, mind, body, spirit, because without the desire, without the demand, without the, I don't know, there's a million things we can say, the dedication, you know, the courage. But the bottom line comes down to this, and it will be the biggest word that I'll say probably from now to the end of, of time with me, faith. All right, And when we're talking faith, 
we're talking, it, 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 to me, whatever you believe is your faith, whether it's your religion, what you do, your confidence in yourself. If you don't have faith, you're not getting anywhere. And when I'm taking inventory, I'm thinking to myself, okay, 2020 is coming up. What do we want to do now? What is it we want to do? And let's not lean on the old ways. You know, maybe they worked, maybe they didn't work. Maybe there was some uh, negativity popped in it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, one thing I've discovered with all this studying and listening and reading is this. If you never thought of this, the subconscious mind, okay, the subconscious mind cannot allow negative and positive in the same realm. So, you got a choice. Are you going to kick that negative out of your subconscious mind, or are you not? And you're going to keep the positive in, or not? Go with the positive, obviously. Now, this is all stuff when we're talking about inventory takes time, takes years. You know, I've talked to people about this. I'm working with this one gentleman right now where we're doing a lot of stuff to get him in, into um, a good physical way, okay? And it, it's going to take a long time. We've done very well so far. But just the idea of changing them mentally is huge. And when you see a lot of people do these different things and they get to this place and that place and then you see them again, and what happened? Well, obviously, you didn't take the inventory in your brain. Now, as I said, in 2020, I, I my goal is to get motivation muscle mainstreamed. So I was, as I was telling Paul, you know, with the inventory, taking inventory of the mind, which is so essential to everything, is this. 2020, what do you want to do? National radio show. What do you want to do? I've got prototypes of equipment I'm testing right now. What else you want to do? We're going to build the young people's end more and more and more. We're, what we're going to do is we are going to not only make myself and everybody else better, but we're going to do... And go after these goals. You know, I've said before earlier on the show, I want to do some work with Paul, with Steve Cotter. I've had, you know, I've had the ability, I've had offers, but right now, there's too many other things going on. You know, and it's one guy here doing the job of probably at least two and a half people. That's the way it is. But there's one thing I, I want to say before I go back, go to Paul and let him get started is this. You know, the energy you bring to the table is going to either attract people or just propel them away from you. I remember re listening to a story one time. There was a gentleman, and he, I'm not going to give his name yet because it looks like he's going to be on here the first part of next year, and he's huge in the field of intention, of building businesses, of entrepreneurship, of doing direct work with people, et cetera, et cetera. He's incredible. And one of the things he was saying when he went off on his own and he was in debt big time and, you know, we talk about Think and Grow Rich, that book is phenomenal. I've got it. Um, I've had it since college. There's nothing left of the binding. It's all taped together. I'd never give it up because it was Frank Klein's class, and I love Frank. And here's the deal. I remember him saying there was a gentleman who owned a Lamborghini. And he would see him come in once in a while into the parking lot where he was. And one day, he was leaving, and he stopped this gentleman. And this is what power really is to me. He said, I walked up to this guy, 
and I was talking to him about business and things like that. Now, he didn't even know this guy, all right? And he said at the time, I think it was about 10 years ago, this Lamborghini was probably worth $350,000. And why am I telling you this? Because when you get to that successful point, and a lot of people disagree with your money and all that, and I don't. I, I want as much as I can because of the freedom it brings. This gentleman decided that's what he wanted. But this is what this gentleman said, which really will make you think. When I was around this guy, all I could think about was being creative and building business. So anybody that's bringing that to you with anything, I would tell you to open your ears, keep your mouth shut, listen, and watch what will happen to you. It's all yours, brother. Yeah, I think you commented earlier, you know, about people saying that, you know, it's not fair, life ain't fair, whinge, moan, bleat, bleating on. And, um, you know, maybe maybe life is fair. Yeah. Maybe they get what they deserve. Yeah. You know, they're sitting kind of, well, this didn't happen for me, this didn't... Um, you know, this went wrong, this went wrong. But if that's all you're concentrating on and that's all you see in your life and that's all, you know, the only effort you're making to make something go right is hoping that it'll go right, then maybe it's on you. Maybe life is very fair if that's the sum total of your effort is mm-hmm. to hope that it goes your way and not work towards making it go your way. Yeah. It, maybe life has exactly given you what you deserve. And I know this kind of resonates with you because of your affirmations and, the, you know, your your whole idea of what you put out into the universe is what you get back. Yes. Um, but I, I definitely believe that, you know, life is fair if you want it to be. But there's the other side of the coin as well. The same people that are sitting mourning and whinging and, and saying that life's not fair, they forget that they managed to pass their driving test. Yeah. They forget that <laughs> had a million wins in their life. Yep. You know, they're walking along the street and they found a dollar. You know, they, they forget yep. about all these things and they only actually concentrate on the times they've failed. And the likelihood is things have gone right for them a lot more than they've gone wrong. Yep. I look, we, go ahead. Yeah, they, we, they, they concentrate on the 10 things that have gone wrong, not the 500 things that have gone right. So it's not that life isn't fair. You know, it, it can be very fair. But if you've got a shitty attitude and your perception is screwed, Nobody can help that but you. So, yeah, take it away, man. No, you're, and you're right on the money because everything is a choice. People say, no, it happens to me. Well, okay, we just went over that. If it happens to you, what are you going to do? You know, as I said, with everything I've read, and I think this might have came out of Earl Nightingale, who was really the, the, the king of the whole invention of how to think, how to do, whatever. There's tons of great people out there. You know, him, Napoleon Hill, there's a bunch of them. All right. But really, he started that whole thing was Earl Nightingale through Nightingale Konag. Um, you know, with every failure comes the seed of some type of success. That's just paraphrasing it. And think about that for a moment. OK, it didn't work out. It could be anything, you know, business, working out, relationships, all that. And at the time, most people are going to get very angry and upset, myself included, but not like I used to. 
and, and, and start flipping it over, okay? All right, the relationship didn't work, but it wasn't really working for a long time. It just came to that point where we had to make a change. Did it hurt? Yeah, it's going to hurt because that's human nature. But the hurt is not going to stick around long when you turn it around and say, okay, now I got time to go and do X, Y, Z that I've been holding off because I'm with this person all the time. And really, that's not healthy anyways, in my opinion, but that's a whole nother show. Training, whatever it is you like to do. Things have been going terrible, okay? Well, why are they going terrible? Well, don't you think you're going to have highs and lows and everything? I mean, I do. I've talked about there are times where I shut the door and said I'm never going back in there again. Are you kidding me? I would hope somebody that I know that heard me say that would smash me right in the head. That ain't going to happen, all right? <laughs> it's the same way with the business. Paul will tell you, you have days where you're literally burning to the ground. There's nobody there to help you. There's nobody there to give you advice. And you're like, what am I going to do? Well, here's what I do all the time. You walk away. Go do something. Go wash your car. Go out and write some good stuff. It doesn't even have to be anything that you're going to publish or anything. Go write your thoughts. Go sit outside. Suck some air in. Okay? Something like that. And you'll watch everything changes. And suddenly, when you're taking that inventory through your mind, you're walking through the woods in your mind, you're walking through who knows where, gold-plated roads, you suddenly start to think again. That's what I was saying a lot of times when I came up with Motivation Muscle for the name of this show. I remember reading so many times, put the thought out to the universe. If there's somebody that you want to come in and tell you whether they're alive or not do that well i said that night it was it was probably a couple weeks it didn't come right away every night before i went to bed i said what do i want to name my podcast and i'd have a little notebook with a pen right on my nightstand and i remember one night i'll never forget it It, it's as vivid as the day it happened it's three o'clock in the morning i remember because it woke me out of a sound sleep i mean like like You know, one of your nieces or nephews or your girlfriend or your wife, like, just all of a sudden just, like, jumping on top of you, man. And I woke up, and I sprung out of bed, and I said, motivation and muscle. The writing was not overly legible. I turned the light off and went right back to sleep, and there it is today. So when you point your mind, your homing device, at the right place in the right time, the answers are always going to come to you. No matter how bad you're bloodied and battered and on one knee and saying, I can't do it anymore. First of all, change that right there to I can do it. See, little words, as I always say, words have power. You can take one word and submarine your whole damn day. But you can take it and go the other way. And all of a sudden, man, everything looks real bright to you. Like on a beautiful, warm, sunny day where you get that sunshine in your eyes and you're blinded, literally. Or when you hear with the big snowstorms and it'll be sunny as hell, you know, they call it going snow blind from the reflection off the, the, uh, the sun from the uh, snow into your eyes. Not a bad thing, let me tell you. So when you're thinking on those lines and you are taking that inventory, and I talked about what I got goal-wise, a lot of things for 2020, 
Don't you see how every day you get up and it's like, it's a privilege, man. It's an honor. I've said it before. If anything, take this from me. Jimmy could never put his feet on the ground and walk to the bathroom. Okay? We take that for granted, myself included. Think about little, Paul hit it right on the nose before. You've had more wins and losses, but it's the losses that all you do is hold on to. And what does it do? Brings in more losses, brings in more negative people, brings in more negative events. What do you think you're going to be like if you do that week after week, month after month, decade after decade? You're going to be like a lot of people I meet. Not bad people, but you tell them what you're doing, which is not always the smartest thing for me. But when they ask you, I tell them the first thing they come back with is like, you know, business. Most people don't make it. Wow. 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 And, you know, I look at them and and I'll be like, well, you know, um, I'm just going to keep rolling and it's nice to meet you and I leave. I don't engage them anymore. Because some days, man, I would just feel like reaching across and ripping their throat right out of them because you get tired of hearing that. But as I said to Paul, which I've been practicing more and more now, is I don't say a lot unless I've done it and then I can say it. It's all yours, brother. Just going back on um, what you said about the relationship and the relationship didn't work and people yeah. that, um, you know, hate on themselves or hate on their partner. Um, or just hating the fact that they're still breathing, I think sometimes. Um, you know, and we've all, I think we've all been there. We've all been in a relationship that hasn't worked. And, um, what I try to kind of think about with things like this is consider the alternative. Mm-hmm. Consider the fact that you may be stuck in a relationship that isn't working and, um, there's nothing more miserable. Yep. There is nothing more hateful and miserable than being in a relationship that doesn't work. And if that's not working for you, that is. But even on the other side of the fence, if the relationship is working for you, but not working for the other person. And, you know, I think this is where people find it hard is, you know, when somebody says, this is, this is not working for me, I want to leave you. Yep. You, especially if you don't feel that way, you know, you take it personally and you find it hard. And some people even... Um, you know, do the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, they can become very, very nasty. But you know what? What I always try and think about is consider the alternative. There's nothing I would hate more than being in a relationship with somebody when I knew that that person was abjectly miserable. Mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of absolutely nasty, twisted kind of person must you be to want them to stay with you? when they're miserable and being with you makes them miserable, you know? So instead of getting angry about it, you know, just like you said, let them go, let them move on. And, you know, I always try to consider the alternative in any given situation and take inventory of my life and what's going on. And considering the alternative is part of that for me. If I'm if I'm taking stock of my life at any given time, I'll always consider the alternative. And like you said, you know, we get up on a morning, we're still breathing. That, yeah. That's a privilege, you know, consider the alternative yep. uh, because it's a privilege denied to many. Right. Yeah. You know, so um, 
that's what I kind of feel in in taking inventory and taking stock for me. I, I always, always, always look where I am, look what's going right, look what's going wrong. Obviously, point my mental compass towards what's going wrong because the more we focus on the losses, yep. you could say the more we invite them, but whether that's true or not, the more we notice them yep. and fixate on them. And then try and go do something productive. And you said a great point that, you know, if something just ain't working for you, go outside, get some air, yeah. wash your car, whatever. Yep. I mean, the, the, the point is, is you're doing something productive. And it reminds me of an old um, an old parable about uh, the difference between an old and a young samurai. Yep. And both old and young samurai will clean their sword. And obviously, the the young samurai will sit and clean his sword so that he's ready for battle. And that, you know, you, you clean the blood off, you clean the oil off, you, you clean any corrosion off the blade so that you can draw it quick. And it's for optimal cutting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's basically probably itching for the moment he gets to try it out. Whereas the old samurai cleans his sword because the sword is beautiful. Yep. And it deserves to be cleaned. And it's a piece of art. It's a piece of his soul. And it's become his ritual. It's become his mantra. It prepares him for the day. It takes him away from all of the negative crap. And he spends that time putting his love and his productivity and his essence and his positive thoughts into that sword and he cleans it for the sake of cleaning it but the last thing an old samurai wants to do is to use it and that's that's that thing about taking inventory and taking stock and finding something productive to do yeah and putting your time into something productive for the sake of doing it and I think that's how we get our wins. That's how we get our wins for the day. Instead of looking at the negatives and looking at everything that's gone wrong or could go wrong, let's look at what's gone right, what could go right, and then, you know, take the sword out, clean it, boom, get yourself in a in a better mental state, and then start ticking off the checklist on your inventory of what needs to be done. I look. When we made the, when you made the reference to relationships, you know, I thought of one thing especially. Most people don't think this because I know a lot of my friends even too. Um, they've got to have a girlfriend all the time, which I don't. And you know, there's such a thing as saying sometimes it's not so bad being alone. And I'll explain that to you, real simple. Paul hit it. Do you want to be with somebody just to be with somebody and be unhappy? And I know, I know it's very hard. See, we're, we're habitual human beings. And when you are of habit all the time, you don't think. You're always diving into the next thing, and usually the consequences are not good. So when I say that, it's like I won't do that, all right? I know what I want in a woman. I know what I, where I want to live or live in different places. I know what kind of vehicle I want. I know what I want to do with these two businesses. Not fully, but I know where I'm going. I know where the trail is leading to a point. And, we, and Paul said it and I said it too. 
you know, what you think about most is coming to you whether you want it or not. So if you're constantly struggling, if you're constantly putting things down, if you're constantly saying to yourself, you know, I can't do it. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, nothing works for me, as I said in the beginning. It's not fair. Well, you know something? Why does anything have to be fair? Do you realize, ladies and gentlemen, the amount of power you have just in your mind? Do you realize that, how smart you really are? I know most people won't tell you that. But who cares what most people tell you? The thing is, you have to do more than anything. you got to really want to do it. You've got to desire this to the point where you're bleeding for it. Are you going to find a lot of that anymore? No. I was talking to a friend of mine, and we were talking about a lot of shit with training and this and that and some of the stuff I'm doing, because I used to train with this guy years ago. And he's saying, you know, the world's changed. I said, no, it hasn't. Not the way I look at it. And he's like, well, don't you think more people want things quicker? I said, you tell me. I had a guy say to me one day, I want to squat 300 pounds, all right? And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, this guy couldn't squat probably 150 pounds. You know, there are exceptions to the rule, but I know how to look at structure, hips, legs, even right down to your feet and your calves. And obviously, of course, you're going to have to have something on top to support a 300-pound bar. I said, just for for inventory's sake, because we are talking inventory, I said, what do you squat? Well, I can squat 140 real easy. And I'm saying to myself, I don't, I didn't want to, you know, call him out, but I was like, I was thinking to myself, I don't know, man, about this. I said, so you're what? You got 135 and five pound um, uh, collars on. No, I just put on 140. I was like, well, let me tell you something right now. So you save your life, I would put a collar on each side. Because I said, if you get off kilter, because I could see this guy where it looks like if he ever tilted to the right or left, and if anybody's ever seen a bar dump, that thing will whip around and probably take your head right off you, literally. And I said, to hit a 300-pound squat, I said, number one, I would say you're going to have to put on a little bit of body weight, and you're going to really have to get, I, I would always say, the power rack just for the protection. Well, I don't know, you know. And I'm saying to myself, wow. You know, and it's like, this guy no more wanted to listen to me. He would have listened to the clown on YouTube and probably said to you, don't worry about it. Just load the bar up to 300, step out, and you'll do it. Well, if he even tried that, if he could even lift it out of the saddles, that thing would buckle his ass right through the floor and kill him. That's my point. I want it fast. I want it speedy, you know. I'm not taking inventory of my mind. I'm just thinking about how much I can move. A 300-pound squat for anybody is respectable. I don't care what the 1,000-pounders are saying, whatever. They all were there at one time. They will tell you if they're honest. But for that guy to talk to me and tell me that he's using 140 real easy and then he's going to hit a 300-pounder, he's full of shit. But, see, I won't say that to him because I like to encourage I would also say, all I said to him is, I would think about doing it in an area where you're very safe. And that was kind of end of discussion. Um, that's what I'm talking about when you're saying take an inventory. If you're going to go after these different things, what are you bringing in to the mix? 
I want to hit a 300-pound squat. Okay, how are we going to do that? Well, the power rack is the best way because you sectionally train the lift. And it's not going to be easy by any means. Am I going to do it in three months? No, it might be three years. If you're clean, it's probably going to take you at least three years if you stick with it diligently and, and courageously. But... That's the point. This is where the breakdown is in everywhere in society, I think, now. Because everything is made to go quickly, everything is made to go seamlessly, and everything is to get you to where you got as fast as you are, whether it's through supplements, some are going to go to anabolics, or listen to the bullshit spouting out of some guy or gal that's probably all jacked up anyways, and who knows what they're really doing. So... All I can tell anybody is this. When you're taking inventory, be very careful where your goals are going and who is feeding you the material to do what you want to do. Because I'm telling you right now, squat anything like that, that could be the end of your life. Many people have been killed bench pressing. Too heavy, they don't have the stabilizers, they don't have the musculature. What happened? Came down on their throat and killed them. It's all yours, Paul. Yeah, um... Tolkien, G.R.R. Tolkien, um, said that all we have to do is decide what to do with the time we have, yep. the time that's given to us. And, I mean, let's say for the sake of argument, the vast majority of us are born and we're going to have kind of 50 to 100 years or yep. narrow the margin, roughly 70 to 80 or whatever, if, if we're lucky. And... Um, we all we all have that time. We all got the same time, you know. As Rollins said, we ain't, we ain't got downtime. We only got lifetime. Yep. Um, and 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 every every decision we make either leads us further down the rabbit hole of life's not fair, mm-hmm. or down the other rabbit hole of this shit's awesome. <laughs> you yeah. know, and we yeah. we're making what we want out of it, and. I just think, you know, every single day, a little bit of reflection and a little bit of affirmation on what you want and which rabbit hole you want to go down, super important. And I, I wrote something earlier on, actually, that you've just kind of hit the nail on the head, what you said about the gym session. And, you know, that gym session can absolutely snap you apart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you either don't know what you're doing and you, you're following the advice of some numpty via social media. <laughs> who, yep. Only cares about your money, but doesn't care about you. Yep. Um, what I wrote was, you know, as far as uh, your gym session or your training session goes is, you know, you're only as good as your last session. And it's kind of like, you know, you go to a restaurant, a restaurant is only as good as its last meal, because yep. if it serves you a shit meal, next time you ain't going to go back. And all these people that, you know, they go in and the deadlift and the deadlift great session, you know, not a personal best, but close, and I deadlifted 300 pound, or this, or that, or the other, and the crowing about it. Like, who gives a shit? It's exactly. Gone. Yep. It's done. It, it, but what I want to know is what you're going to do for your next session. Tell me about that. I don't give a shit what you've done. Tell me about your next session, because if you're going to go in and do the same thing, and then the same thing, and then the same thing, and then <laughs> next session is the one that breaks you. Yep. So, okay, don't tell me, you know, what your last session was about. Tell me what you're going to do for the next one. And, you know, you better make sure you recovered yeah. before 
you, you go for your next session. And that was the other thing I wrote down is never, ever sacrifice your next training session during your current one. Yeah. And I think people do that mentally during the day as well. You know, yeah. we've heard about it eating. Oh, God, I had a chocolate bar, so now I'm just going to eat 15 cakes. You know, you, <laughs> yeah. you, 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 you know, you made a little slip up, so you just write off the rest of the day. Yeah, and yeah. Mentally, oh my God, I, I, you know, I've had a little failure, or I, I, I've only done three jobs off my list of twenty, so I'm just not going to do anything for the rest of the day, and then they lose like seven hours of the day on Facebook. Yeah, and it, it's the same. It's the same. Never ever sacrifice, you know, your next day, your next training session, your next kind of couple of hours, or your um, next two hours of your dietary kind of plan just because you've had a little slip up, just because, you know, you, you've gone down the wrong rabbit hole. And it's funny, I wrote that at the beginning of our, of our conversation about the gym session and it, it kind of came up as it often does with us. Well, as they say, like minds think alike. So um, summarize anything, because I know we're, we got to get you off the air. you got things to do. Um, summarize everything. Give out all your info. I'll give mine. Just hang on and we'll sign off, sir. Yes, sir. Um, little summary. I always like to finish with a movie. And when you when you um, talked about taking inventory, the first thing that came into my head, because uh, I always watch loads of movies, was, you know, um, that scene in the movie. It's in lots of movies where, you know, you walk into a room and it's just full of guns. It's, you know, there's, there's guns with 15 barrels. You know, there's yeah. all these on the wall that's you know that kind of popped into my head the armory and um you know i just imagine this little scene where one guy's like geez you got a lot of guns why do you need all them guns and uh, the other guy's like well i'd rather have all of those guns and not need it yeah than need those guns and not have it and i think in my head as well when you say take an inventory it's it's about it, it is about looking at the wins you've had, looking at the positive, but it's also looking at the skills you've got. Yep. And I'd rather have a lot of skills than kind of one skill. Yeah. And it kind of made me think about the movie Expendables. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the three movies, you've got Stallone, you've yep. got Jason Stallone. And all these guys have their little skills, and Stallone's kind of the sharpshooter, the, yep. the, um, the cowboy, the yep. fast draw. Yep. And Statham, the knives, and um, Terry Crews, who's fantastic. You know, he's got the big gun, walks in at the end, boom, boom, yep. boom, 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 kind of saves the day. And you mentioned the word earlier on about being a one-trick pony, and, yep. you know, um, kind of Terry Crews, he's, he, he's the cool one when he comes in in that scene and he blows everybody <laughs> away. Gun. Yep. But at the same time, in the, in the next film, that's what he tries to do again. He gets shot, he gets taken out, and he kind of misses most of the next film, which yep. is a bit of a shame. He's yep. a cool character, but yep. he, he's, he's the proverbial one-trick pony, right? Yeah. That's all he can do. He can't do anything else. He's just got this big gun. And try using that when you're um, you know, inside a house, moving around tight corridors. And exactly. I think that's the thing about skills. You know, Stallone's character, Statham's character, they can fight, they can use knives, they can use yep. little guns. They can big guns that can climb and um that just kind of 
got into my head about taking inventory and developing yourself. It's 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 about looking at what you've got. Yeah. It's about looking at that room and looking at how many guns you've got. That's my skills. I've got lots of guns. I'm taking inventory, but it's also about looking at what you haven't got. Exactly. And looking at what you might need. Okay, I don't need the big gun, but I do need this particular sword. I ain't got one of them swords, so I need to get me one of them swords. I need yep. to work on that. And um, that's what popped into my head when you um, said we're going to talk about taking inventory. Let's look at your skills, look at the plus points, forget all the negative stuff, the failures, and then look at what skills you need for the next day. Um and that's all I'm going to say about that, as uh, Forrest Gump would say. So, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you one, th- one thing quick when you were talking about that, which made me think. You know, as they say, never take a knife to a gunfight. It's all yours. I mean, that's what I thought right away. Untouchables, right? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Never <laughs> yeah. do that. Go ahead, Paul. Give out all your info or whatever else you want to do, brother. All right, my email, if anybody wants to contact me, is paul at firepowerfitness.co.uk. I'm on Instagram as Coach PFG. Facebook, it's just as Paul Gray, G-R-A-Y, not E-Y. I'm nothing to do with that Fifty Shades fella. (laughs) Just in case anybody makes a mistake. Yep. And uh, my website is www.coachpfg.com, and I think that's everything, mate. Okay. Um, This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. As I said, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Check out our one product. Also get involved and invest in us. Secondly, go out to um, MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. If I get time, I'm going to write the show, and it will be up sometime on Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest, but I want to get this show up as early as possible. It's so good. Um, So be on the lookout for that. Um, Also, too, uh, sign up for our free newsletter. It goes right to my MailChimp account, and you will get loads of info in your inbox, believe me. (coughs) Excuse me. Also, too, um, go out to uh, MotivationMuscle.com. Um, buy some advertising here. As I said, we're going to run a big special between Christmas and New Year's. Come on in. I'd love to work with you, and I guarantee you we'll make money for both of us. I believe that, and I know that will happen. Also, to our YouTube channel, Real, uh, let's see, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Um, as I said, if you'd like Paul and I to do a specific show, Fiorella Barbell at NICAP.R.com. Um, we are on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten from everyone. We thank you for that. We are also on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on AHA Directory, which is pronounced AHA. You can get that in your car 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words to inspire. That can change your life forever. Also, too, as my mom would say when we were kids, never be afraid to give someone a smile or a hello for that day. You never know what people are going through. Also, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift it, turn it into dust, as I say. Lift those stones and turn them into dust. The great Hoosa Steel Crusher Stone says, domination in blood red. We dominate. We clear cut the path. We follow no one. Dominate obliterate and dent everything in your path 
None will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning when I hear his shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. It is now a tidal wave getting higher and wider, my friend. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win, winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And we're coming up to my dad's anniversary in December. He, uh, when he passed away. That would be in early December. Also, too, another gentleman who passed away was like a father figure. It was uh, four years in this past August. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever, he would walk every patient to the door, open the door, and say, keep smiling. As I said, that is a paradigm shift if you know how to do that. It will make you smile from ear to ear. And as we were talking about with Paul, you will forget the BS that's been haunting your head forever. So go out there and keep smiling. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a million of your friends about us because we're not going to rip your roof off. We'll blow your house right to the ground, literally. Also, too, join our Etched in Stone. Join our Etched in Stone for kids. The pages explode. It's unbelievable. Take these shows on Motivation and Muscle and send them to your friends who haven't heard of us before. Sit down with your kids and listen to this stuff. They need to hear this instead of all the garbage out in school they're hearing and everywhere else. All it does is cloud your mind. Creates cobwebs in your subconscious mind where you can't even think for yourself anymore. So really, really think this over. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And before I sign off with Paul, you're all winners, you're all champions, and you're all geniuses. And I've said this, and I'll say it over and over. If you're not hearing things like that, and you're hearing put-down artists all day, what do you do, folks? Keep listening to Eminem, and go out. And go and listen to people that are positive, that encourage you, that tell you you can do it. Because when you do that, life is going to change in a way you could never, ever fathom, believe me. It will be the greatest day of your life when you discover you and nobody else is telling you who you are. On that note, Paul, it's an honor. Um, What can I tell you? Another great show. Take an inventory, folks. So thank you for being on, brother. It's my pleasure. Thank you. And can't wait for the next one. Yes, sir. So. For Paul Gray, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of the week, and we will talk to you soon. And remember this, the world is asking something from you. It's up to you to stand up because it's going to come back to you tenfold. Have a great week, and just be courageous. Think about that word, courageous. And we will talk to you soon, everyone. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.